Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Okay, Perek Ted Zain, Mishnah Gimel. En me'aidin ela al parzuf panim aimahotem. Witnesses cannot testify to identify a corpse unless it's based on what they see on the face, including the nose. Meaning if they do not see the face, the cheeks in this area, they cannot be sure of the corpse's identity. And it could be that there's other types of simanim signs. You know, the guy had a tattoo uh, behind his leg. The guy had a big birthmark on his shoulder. That's not, you have to see the face in order to say that this is the person that died. You cannot te- testify that a person is dead unless they saw that the soul left the body. In other words, the guy's dead. Meaning, just because you think he might have died, it doesn't mean that he actually died. You have to see him actually died. Even if they saw that he was uh, severely cut with a sword, or he was hanging from gallows, or a wild beast was eating him. If they didn't see him die, his wife is not allowed to be married. It's possible that somehow he was saved. You cannot testify uh, with regards to a death of someone unless you saw the, the, the body within three days. After three days, the body begins to decompose, the appearance changes, and uh, you cannot be sure of its identity. Rabbi Yudah ben Bava Omer, Rabbi Yudah ben Bava says, Not all men, not all places, not all times are alike. Depends where the person is. If the, if the, the person is outside in the heat, then yeah, it may decompose faster. Versus if he's uh, in the cold. You know, everything is different. So to be, Yudah ben Bava says, you can't give that three-day um, timeline. Mishnah Dalit, Nafal If a man fell into a body of water, and you didn't see him come out. Ben sof, whether it's a body of water that is visible, all the shores are visible, so like a small little pond that you can see all sides. Ben sof, or whether it does not have visible shores, like a, a, a large lake or an ocean. Ishto asura, that man's wife is forbidden to remarry. It's possible that he's still alive. You saw him go down, you didn't see him come up. Um, he might have emerged uh, from the waters beyond what the witnesses can see. And even where the, where the shores are visible, um, it could be that he survived for a long time under the water or whatever, and the witnesses left. So the wife cannot remarry. Amar Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, It once happened that a man fell into a large pit of water, and he emerged alive after three days. Somehow he came out. It's possible, it's possible for a person to survive in a body of water uh, for a considerable amount of time. Amar Rabbi Yosei, Rabbi Yosei disagrees. Maaseh Besuma Sheyarad Litbol Bame'arad There was once an incident, the blind man who went to immerse himself in, uh, in water that was in a cave, meaning the shores were visible, it was a small area. Ve'yarad Moshcho Acharav And the guide went in after him. Ve'sha'u Kedesh Etetzin Avsham And they both stayed in the water long enough for them to die. I mean, and, and their bodies were never found. And the, the sages allowed the wives of these two men to remarry. So here we see that if you, if a person was to immerse in water 
where the shores are visible, meaning witnesses couldn't see them. It's, it's small enough that you can see the whole place. Then Rabbi Yosef says, since they allowed the wives to remarry, you could allow the wives to remarry. There was another situation that happened in Asia. A man who was lowered into the sea on a rope. And when they tried to bring him out, they only took out the leg. That's all that was left of him. said, depends. If the leg was cut off from above the knee, the wife can remarry. There's no way he could survive such a wound. Too high of a, of a wound, she can remarry. But if the leg was cut off below the knee, then it's possible to survive such a, uh, a wound and the, uh, she cannot remarry. Uh, Even if a person heard women say, this person died, it's enough evidence for them to believe that, um, that this person is dead. They were talking casually. He may, uh, and they can go back and testify. I heard these people talking about it, and they can, uh, re- the wife can remarry. Rabbi Uda Omer, Rabbi Uda says, "Afilu shama minatinokot omrim hare anu holchin lispot velikpot et ish ploni." Even if he heard young kids saying, "We're going to the funeral now of this guy. We're going to go bury this guy," he can now go and testify in the courts. I heard the children say talk about this, and uh, and 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 she can remarry. Ben shu mitkaven, ben sheno mitkaven. Whether or not um, um, the, the, that was his intent to do so, um, that, that he, uh, by saying that the man died was to, to act as testimony that the guy is dead, or maybe he was just talking with the Chachamim and he didn't really know the situation, it could, uh, it could serve as testimony. Rabbi Uda ben Baba Omer, Rabbi Uda ben Baba says, Be Israel, Afal Pishu Mitkaven. When a Jew says that someone died, Okay, that can be used as evidence. That's not a problem. It can be used as evidence, even when he intended to be uh, to use as testimony for a man's death. Ubegoi, but when it's an, a, a non-Jew, an idolater, But if his if his uh, intent was to go to court to say that this man's died, his testimony is not valid. We assume that he's that he's lying. He's purposely lying deliberately, and therefore we don't accept his uh, his testimony. But if he did it by way of conversation. Then that's fine. Then we can accept it. Mishnah Vav. Witnesses can testify about a man's death um, if they if they see his uh, the, the corpse through a lamp or even through moonlight. And we can also allow to uh, a woman to remarry if the, the it was a rumor. You heard this voice that uh, it's not a bat call, like a heavenly voice, like it's normally translated. Here it's just a rumor that um, um, a, a voice that proclaims that the husband is dead, even though we don't know who it is, but we can assume. There's once a story with a person who stood on top of a mountain. And he said, So and so from such and such place has died. They went to that place, didn't find the guy. But the rabbi still allowed the woman to remarry just from the fact that this man said this on top of a mountain. There was another city in a, in a city, another situation in a city called Salmon. With a guy, Shamar, Ani Ishploni Ben Ishploni. I, so-and-so, the son of so-and-so, Neshachani Nachash Vareani Met. I've been bitten by a snake and I'm about to die. This is what he said. I've been bitten by a snake and I'm about to die. Ve'alchu ve'lo ikiru. 
people went where they heard the voice was coming from. They, um, they found a dead man, but they didn't recognize. They didn't, they didn't recognize him. They said, hey, man, I don't know. I guess it was so, so uh, the poison caused, such a, caused his face to this color. Who knows? But you see what he stole. The rabbis allowed the wife to, to uh, remarry. <clears throat> okay. Um, so how did this law, the last Mishnah, how did this law of allowing even a woman to testify for uh, that, that, uh, that a person died come into practice? Really, a woman is not believed to, uh, to, to testify. So this is how it came about. This is the final Mishnah of the Masechet. Amar Biakiva. When I went, went down to Nehardea, Nehardea was a city in, ba- in Babylonia, to establish a leap year. Uh, he went from Israel to Babel. I met Nehemiah from Bedeli. Amali, and he told me, I heard that the rabbis in Israel don't allow a woman to remarry on the testimony of a single witness. The only one that allowed it was Rabbi Yehuda ben Baba. He's the only one that relies on testimony. I told this man Nehemiah, Rabbi Akiva saying, I told this man Nehemiah, you're right, the only guy that allows it is Rabbi Yehuda ben Baba. Uh, he said to me, tell the rabbis in Israel, in my name, you know that the roads in this country are are in turmoil, meaning there's war going on, and I can't go to Eretz Israel. I want to pass on the message that I received from Rabban Gamliel, the elder, that you are allowed to marry off a woman, that woman can remarry a piyadechad. Meaning not only is it Rabbi Yudab ben Baba, I have a tradition from Rabban Gamliel Azaken. So, when I went to... Uh, back to Eretz, Rabbi Akiva saying, I went back to Eretz Israel to go tell this to Rabban Gamliel, the grandson of Rabban Gamliel Hazakin. Samach Lidvarai. He rejoiced. He was happy. Ve'amar and he said, Matzanu chaver le'Rabbi Yudam ben Baba. We now have somebody else that agrees with Rabbi Yudam ben Baba, namely his grandfather, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabban Gamliel the Elder, that now we can allow women to marry more easily. Now it's not just one rabbi, it's two rabbis. Mitocha devarim niskar Rabban Gamliel while discussing that matter, Rabban Gamliel remembered a story. That once there were a group of men, unfortunately, that were killed in a city called Tel Arza. And his grandfather, Rabban Gamliel Zaken, allowed these women to, to remarry just I'll be one witness. Right? Just like Nehemiah, uh, this man Nehemiah related. And as a result of receiving that tradition, it became established for rabbis to allow women to remarry based on a single witness. Um, uh, and then, okay, that's what I said. And later on, it also became a tradition to allow, not tradition, it became allowed to uh, have a woman remarry, not just by one witness, but even by an Eved, a Kanani slave, even by a woman, and a Shivcha, or Kanani maidservant. All right, so that was the, the, the opinion of Rabbi Yudam ben Baba, Rabban Gamliel Azaken. However, there's some other opinions. Rabbi Eliezer ben Rabbi Yoshua Omrim, en masinita ishal piyadechad. They hold, you're not allowed to, um, to marry based on one single witness. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Rabbi Akiva says, lo al piyadechad, 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 lo al pi
a wife cannot remarry based on testimony of a woman, nor on the testimony of a, a Kanani slave, or a Kanani maidservant, or on the wife's relatives. How can this be? Rabbi Akiva was the one that just said this whole story, and now he's saying the opposite? Well, this, is, this took place before that whole situation happened, before it was an accepted practice. Originally, yeah, even Rabbi Akiva held that women cannot act as a witness to allow a woman to remarry, but he held back. Amrulom, so this is the following conversation now between the Chachamim and Rabbi Akiva. Um, at this point, Rabbi Akiva holds that, that, these, uh, that a woman cannot, act, uh, cannot testify. Amrulah, the rabbi, told Rabbi Akiva, how can you say that a wife cannot remarry based on a woman's testimony? We have a story. There once there was a story, an incident of certain Leviim who traveled to Tzoar, the city of date palms. One of them became sick, got sick along the way. They brought him to a hotel. He goes, you stay here, we're going on our way. On the way back, they went to the clerk. Where's our buddy? We dropped him off here where he was sick. He died and I buried him already. The guy's gone. Nevertheless, nevertheless, the rabbis allowed the man's wife to remarry and based on this non-Jewish hotel clerk who was a woman. The rabbis told Rabbi Akiva, should a, should a Kohenet not be as reliable? A Kohenet woman not be as reliable as this non-Jewish hotel clerk? And we, they, allowed, they allowed that testimony. Amalayim, Rabbi Akiva told him, When the innkeeper, when the non-Jewish innkeeper will be believed, Jewish women will also be believed. Meaning, um, had the innkeeper been believed, you had a valid argument. But now the, inc- the, but, but the innkeeper is not believed on her word uh, alone. The innkeeper, no, she didn't just see him die. She, she, she brought out the dead man's staff and the pouch and a Torah scroll, everything that was in his possession. So those were the items that served as proof that indeed this, their friend had truly died and confirmed the words, but, but her word alone wouldn't have been enough for, for this man's wife to remarry. And of course, like we said, Rabbi Akiva eventually uh, retracted that and allowed a woman to, act, uh, to testify in order to allow another woman to remarry, as was the story with Nehemiah and Rabban Gamliel Hazaken. Slikalan, Masechet Yevamot, Mazal Tov, Rabbi Hanyam Rakasha, Amen, Asakas Baruchus, Akoy Sarafiha, Akhirba.